Tuesday morning, it is the 13th of June. Holy cannoli, we're already to mid-June. I'm first warning meteorologist Eric Burris. This is Coffee Talk. We get together seven days a week in the mornings, chat about what's going on in the world of weather. And today is Tuesday, which means at 10 o'clock this morning, I hope you join WJCL Chief Meteorologist Jeremy Nelson and I for our weekly tracking the tropics thing, where we get together and just go fully in on the tropical thing. (sighs) Lots to talk about in the weather world and in the tropics, even if not a lot is happening right now. So uh, let's get right to it. First couple things we are watching. The top two things you need to know to wake up and get you ready for the day. Dangerous heat across central Florida. We're going to be discussing just how hot things get in your neighborhood. Plus, Father's Day is coming up. Did you know that? I forgot until my dad reminded me. Um, I, I guess that's... Listen, I'm also a dad. I'm also a dad. So it's like it's not the worst thing in the world that I forgot. But anyway, I forgot. So here we are. Uh, so we'll be discussing that coming up through our Coffee Talk broadcast. But right now, let's look outside, see what's doing. This is a shop uh, in downtown Orlando. Gorgeous sunshine, a few high, thin clouds over top. I'm looking out my window. Yep, confirmed. It's a beautiful start to the day. Our first warning live Doppler radar. Let me just make sure this thing's radiating. All right, we're good. Just had to make sure. Nice and quiet across town. Temperatures to wake up 77 degrees already in Orlando. It's 75 in Leesburg, 75 degrees in Ocala, about 75 to 76 from New Smyrna Beach down to Edgewater. It is 78 degrees in Melbourne. Love that. Oh, my neighbors are back. Missed them. All right, here's a look at our forecast today. It's going to be hot, right? 87 by 11 o'clock. 92 by 1 o'clock, 94 degrees, our 3 o'clock temperature. And notice, not really going with much in the way of rain. There's a 10% coverage of rain. So here's our high temperatures around Central Florida. Absolutely the big weather story today is going to be the heat. 94 in the city, 95 in Leesburg, 96 degrees today in Claremont. Look over to DeLand, Sanford, 96 for you as well. It's 94 in Daytona Beach, 93 in New Smyrna Beach. So yes, it is going to be hot. And if you're curious, for the nerds out there, which should be everybody, um, this week... We're forecasting 95 for a high temperature, which would mean that this week is the hottest week of the year. We've only made it up to 94, which happened on May the 18th. So there you go. It's going to be hot. It's going to be hot. All right. That's where we're at. Good morning to you, by the way, as I see these comments going by, and I apologize. Uh, Marie, good morning to you. Janice, good morning, good morning. David, how are you? Rise and shine. Terry, good morning, good morning, good morning. Hold on, I need my coffee. Taylor says, too hot. That's what the temperature is. Yeah, well, I I think you're right. Uh, But I do as the meteorologist here, at least that's, that's what it says. As the meteorologist, I have to get a little more technical than, it's just too hot. That's okay, though. It doesn't mean that I disagree with you at all. 
<laughs> um, let's do this. Ba, ba, ba. I'm trying to look. There's so many graphics. This is where I always make fun of Manolfi. Let's compare today's record highs to the forecast. We're not expecting records, but it's going to be plenty hot, right? Like Sanford, 96 record is 100. Leesburg, 95 record is 98. So uh, one of the things that we're going to be monitoring through the day today is going to be these climbing temperatures to see how they're going, to see how it all works out. And believe it or not, the temperatures are just one part of the puzzle. We factor in the heat index values and it just adds to the pain. And we're going to be working in that extreme caution zone basically right through the weekend with triple digit heat index values, whether it's Orlando or whether it's any of our other suburbs. So we've got to take it easy out there. If you work outside, drink plenty of liquids. If you um, are taking the dog for a walk, make sure that their paws are not on the sidewalk. Let them in the grass, that sort of thing, right? Just be careful. Wendy, good morning to you. Debbie, any rain in today's forecast? Yeah, there's a whopping 10% coverage. So let's just dial in our future cast and let's get excited and try not to hide it, right? 8.30, 9 o'clock. Mix of clouds and sunshine. Well, I think I see a few sprinkles. <laughs> Claremont, I see one. Like like yesterday, there'll be like a rogue shower inland, and then there may be a few showers. Actually, look at Futurecast getting a little feisty this morning. That would be interesting. That, obviously, the new model run of Futurecast is getting a little more um, anticipatory. Can I use that word? It'll be interesting. I think that Futurecast, I mean, I would love to see that. Uh, Futurecast definitely a little more overzealous than than what... Hmm. All right, interesting. Well, so there you go. South of town and east of town, that's the idea. But if we look at the overall, I mean, that's one run of one model. But if we look at the day-to-day, -day, it, it really is a low-end chance of rain, and it's mainly going to be across our I-95 communities, so... You know, there's that. Ah, Taylor, hey, scientific and realistic, you check both boxes. Am I? Would you say then that I'm marriage material? <laughs> oh, hey, how? <laughs> oh, boy. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Uh, it's hot and only more to come. That's correct. There is, there is more heat in the forecast. Let's look at the overall setup these next couple of days, all right? So today, hot. Tomorrow. Hot, maybe a few showers, but still. Thursday, hot. Friday, hot. You like how we're really creative on trying to determine the forecast, right? Yeah. Um, the one thing that we've got for us is that we are going to start to dial up the rain coverage. Now, I'll be interested, just between us girls here, I'll be interested to see... Does Futurecast, is it on to something? Like, does that 10% chance need to be adjusted a little bit? Because we do see those rain chances on their way up. But like, you know, how does the, you know, how does this tweak around? So I'm 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 personally interested to see if Futurecast has the right idea. But uh, we've got some holidays coming up right around the corner. Of course, we know we've got Father's Day on Sunday, and then Juneteenth is on Monday. 
and we're into midsummer's heat the entire period, right? Normal highs 91. We're above average that entire stretch. So good times. Love that. Uh, oh, in referencing the records, Jeannie says, my word, in 1907, they probably thought that was it. Was there even AC in 1907? I don't believe so. When did, was it AC, air conditioning invented? When was it invented? Nine, oh, hell, 1902. On July 17th, so this week, ironically, I'm just going to read this. is This is on the Carrier website. On July 17th, 1902, Willis Haviland Carrier designed the first modern air conditioning system, launching an industry that would fundamentally improve the way we live, work, and play. Did you know that? 1902? That was years before the Titanic sank. That's cool. Didn't know that. Huh. Christy says, thank God I've got a swimming pool if I come out of the AC. I, I agree with that. Lou points out it's not even summer yet. That's the joke of it, isn't it? Right? Like that's, we're not there yet. What are we, eight days now? Eight days away from summer? I love that. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, if you're curious, and I, I, I did not update this graphic since yesterday, so give me two seconds to update it. Uh, ba, ba, ba. Wasn't updated since like 2 o'clock yesterday morning when I hit the button. <laughs> loading, 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 loading. All right, hi. There we go. All right. So yeah, summer, eight days from now. So just over a week. Ah, uh, Karen missed yesterday. How was her vacation? That was good. It was good. Feeling refreshed. I'm, I'm still on vacation mode. I had to work yesterday morning at work. Uh, and then I'm off today and tomorrow. And then my weekend, Thursday, Friday, and then I'm back to work on Saturday. So, yeah. Good times. Beth says, it's Florida. It is Florida. But we do, you know, there's a couple of things that we have to remember. Okay, first off. Um, how quickly do our cars heat up, right? Let's let's remember, in 10 minutes time, you know, with heat the way that we've got today, pictured on purpose as a car seat in the back, okay? If it's 95 degrees outside, it takes the car 10 minutes to get to 114 degrees. It takes the car 30 minutes to get to 129 degrees. I bring this up simply because there have been hot car deaths already this year. And there will be more unless we do something. Always check your back seat. I'm really lucky um, that I have really loud kids. And, um, you know, but, but always check the back seat because what if they fall asleep, right? Um, don't let you and your family suffer tragedy. Check for the pets. Check for the kids. That car seat is in the back seat on purpose on this graphic. When we were designing this, we wanted there to be a car seat in the back so that we can drive the point home. Oh, man. This is like one of those things that is the worst to report on. Worst to report on. I, 
my my heart breaks. Um, now, I will tell you this. I thought it was an interesting statistic that uh, Elon Musk put this out a while ago. And look, we're not going to get into politics or anything. Okay. But he put out that not one single child or pet has ever died in the back of one of his cars. Now, I bring this up not because I'm trying to tell you to go buy a Tesla or anything, but rather that he is changing the automotive industry by making electric cars, right? And if that's a byproduct of society changing to electric cars, I, for one, am all for it. Um, If having an electric car means that now, why is that? Because he's got this thing called cabin overheat protection where once the temperature gets too warm, the air kind of kicks on and keeps the cabin at a certain level. Um, so if that's what the future holds in terms of vehicles, I'm so absolutely grateful for it. Whether it's his car company, another car company, whatever. Um, that's all that matters to me is, is saving lives and not letting children or pets die in the back of a hot car. Could you imagine how awful that, oh my God, I can't even, I I don't want to imagine it. So on a day like today where the heat index climbs, let's be very, very cognizant. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about heat index, uh, around central Florida today. Okay. Um, let me start in Orlando and just kind of look, and this is heat index. This is how your working conditions are going to be. All right. Already by lunchtime feels like 99 through the bulk of the afternoon. It feels like a hundred degrees. John asks, how can you forget your child or your pet? I don't know, but it happens. So, you know, we just have to, we just have to, I, I don't, I don't know, but I can tell you this, um, when we see those people on TV, they are broken. Like it's obvious they didn't mean to do it. It, you know, I, all I can think of is that it, it could happen to any one of us in that moment, in that moment, God only knows. I just don't know. I, for one, I'm so grateful that 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 has not happened to me, but I for one will do anything I can to make sure that my children and my Stella are always taken care of. You know? Josh Conti, my friend over on uh, YouTube. Thank you for this PSA. It's so needed. Everything from pets to children to even electronics and food. Leaving things in a hot car can destroy so much. It can destroy lives, right? Man. All right. So that's the Orlando feels like temperature. Let's look over to Leesburg. Let's head out that direction. Feels like 104 this afternoon. Let's head to Daytona Beach. Adding a little bit of that humidity. Feels like 103 this afternoon. Melbourne. Let's head your direction. Feels like 106 this afternoon. Ocala. Let's look to you. Feels like 103 this afternoon. Palm Coast. Flagler County. Feels like 102 this afternoon. Sanford feels like 103 this afternoon. Yeah. And and all in all, if we, we look at the map, all right, give it a second to load, right? Like just look into the afternoon here. Like no matter where you are, it's going to feel hellacious. 
The humidity is just what's creeping in and making things rougher and rougher and rougher. Much more useful than most new car options. Well, Lou, it, it's not a bell or a whistle that you can advertise and it's shiny. It's a bell or a whistle that can save lives. And, and that, to me, um, is very, very, very important. <sighs> it, yeah. Denise, my car has a sensor and it reminds you to check your back seat when you get out of the car. That's great, too. Any way to do it is is where I'm at. That's all. Lou says we're just too distracted these days. It's not wrong. Yeah, that's not wrong. Um, a tropical heat wave, yeah. Are we still getting steamy on the muggy meter on Thursday? So we're watching the humidity crawl up. It looks more and more like it's going to be like Friday that we really cross into that steamy category. But Thursday, I mean, you're talking a couple of degrees on the dew point. I mean, it... it, it it's crossing that threshold, but it's, you know, it is what it is. Jeremy, good morning to you. How are you, bud? I'm late, but it's hot already, Elizabeth says. Yeah, that's okay that you're late. Yeah. Uh, Taylor, for the newbies or people watching, deciding if they want to move here, go shower at its hottest temp, then get dressed without drying off. If you can handle it, you can handle Florida. Not wrong. That's not the, that's not wrong. Yeah, that's not wrong. Is this heat compared to last year? Is it hotter now? It's so hot. You know, I'll, let me look it up. Uh, it, when, when you ask a detailed question like that, it, it, it takes a few seconds to get the data. So let's... Data listing. So All right. So all I'm looking up is max temp for the year this year and we know that that's 94 okay what about last year through today the max temp last year was 96 as a matter of fact orlando hit 96 on june 7th and june 8th and may the 5th so to answer your question no we had already hit 96 for a high temperature for the year as of today, last year. Whereas we have only hit 94 this year. So no, it's not um, it's not hotter than last year. Yeah. Andrew says, I could take some of that heat off you guys from down there. Here in Eastern Canada, it's a balmy 54 Fahrenheit tomorrow. Yep. That's one way to do it. That's one way to do it. Oh, man. It's always swamp blank every year, Nicole points out. It's true. It's true. Um, Priscilla, we just bought a new home with a salt pool. God is so good. We've been blessed with more than we could have hoped for. So truly blessed. My husband was granted his spring fed lake most of all. We got a Generac too. I love this. Priscilla, mazel tov. Love that. I love that. Ah, oh, yeah. Lou, so we're cooler. Hey, whatever whatever pays the bills, right? If, if that's what makes us feel better about life, that's what makes us feel better about life. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. But yeah, it's, it's hot. Um, I have no idea. But if somebody's calling for a cool summer in the United States, Mike, I, we could look at trends and things. I've never heard of them, though, Mike. So, so I don't know. Jeannie points out, but isn't Canada on fire? Not the whole 
thing. <laughs> Not the whole thing. Oh, man. I need a good weather app. Well, what are you trying to accomplish, Elizabeth? Are you wanting radar? As far as radar goes, I mean, the bosses will have me tell you WESH.com and the WESH2 mobile app, but there are, there's a, a couple of, there's Radar Scope and Radar Omega are great radar apps. But you don't have, like, that's the thing is those give you National Weather Service radar. If you want access to our first warning live Doppler radar, which, um, you know, our radar scans six degrees a minute, excuse me, six degrees a second, and gives you data every minute. It gives a sweep. Higher resolution than the National Weather Service radar. Uh, you got to use the WESH app for that. Um, but if you're looking for just radar in general, then Radar Omega or Radar Scope. Um Push notifications like the WESH app's great with that too. I would I, I would have the WESH app for the first morning live Doppler radar, and I would have um, radar mega or radar scope for radar stuff as well. Yeah. All right. Duels asking. So is the El Nino going to stop this storm from forming in the Caribbean, or is it getting into the Gulf next week? I never said that there was going to be a storm forming. The model said that, but um, there's a lot there. El Nino is not going to stop the storm from forming. The storm, at least as the GFS has shown, is not going to form. The GFS is absolutely notorious for developing these fake hurricanes early season. Um, it, It... I, I can tell you I never said that that was going to happen. The GFS did. So let's check in with the GFS, right, and see what's doing. All right, so here we are, and, and we've got the full basin. I'll switch back over to the Caribbean. Okay, so let's just roll through time. What you're looking at is mean sea level pressure, normalized anomaly. Um, we're looking for pressures, and there's a little CAG there, right, where it says current temp 76 in Ocala, little Central American gyre. A um, little something there off of the Carolina coast. Nothing too organized, but something there around the 21st. Um, and then there's a little gyre in the Caribbean. That's the 23rd coming toward Florida. But again, that's the model showing that. That doesn't mean that it's real. If we look at the European, it doesn't have it. The GFS model loves developing these little fake caglos that look more ominous than they are. Um, so do not trust the GFS outside of like 200 out. You should really only ever take it with a grain of salt as it is. Um, but there's nothing going on, nothing at all going on out in the tropics now. Okay. And um, at least for the next little while should remain that way. Um, nice little wave coming off the coast of Africa. One thing that's kind of interesting, though, is that the Atlantic Basin as a whole has the hottest water temperatures um, that we have ever seen in the basin. And that's one of the points that Jeremy and I are going to be making today at 10 a.m. on our Tracking the Tropics, our weekly thing. 
We're going to be talking about the record heat. We're going to be talking about uh, El Nino and how all of this is playing in and how, for right now at least, things are nice and quiet. And certainly we would like to keep it that way. So, yeah. Uh, but no, El Nino is not necessarily going to be like weakening that stuff. Overall, El Nino's pattern, overall what you end up with is warm air rising and the Pacific Basin. And what that ends up doing is throwing more shear our direction. And it's that shear that usually weakens things, right? And then, you know, we could also check in on like the Saharan dust layer. Um, this is the SAL as it stands right now. Lots of Saharan dust just off the coast um, of Africa, which is why we're not seeing any development uh, out, you know, as these waves are coming off on that monsoonal flow. But like notice, there, there's not much Saharan dust in the Gulf or in the Caribbean uh, or off the eastern seaboard. So, you know, there's that. But these are all things that, um, you know, are pretty normal. But, uh, you know, think about it. When we come to the scorecard and and again you know these are these are all just nerd stats and things but like we've already had two name systems mike says that i remind him of leslie nielsen and naked gun in front of the fireworks store nothing to see here well i mean you know yeah you know joshua oh i love coffee i do too let's drink You as well, Terry. All right, so yeah, so El Nino is not going to cut anything down from developing, but rather the model just wants to go a little crazy. So there's that. Lauren, cheers. Any other questions, comments, concerns, anything? We looking pretty good for now? It works for me. All right, so there we go. Hot. Hot forecast the next couple of days. Hot forecast. 94, 95. Thankfully, we build in the storms. One thing that I'm interested to see, though, is the storm chances today and tomorrow. Does the GFS win, keeping it pretty dry, the GFS and the Euro? Or does our future cast model, which has been doing incredibly well, does our future cast model start to win out and show that, yeah, We're going to have some storms today. We'll have to wait and see. I, you know, the, the vast majority of the models are saying it's going to be a nice dry day. So we'll see how it plays out, my friends. Works for me. All right. So again, 10 a.m., okay, the Tracking the Tropics Tuesday broadcast, and that'll be on wherever you digest your podcasts. And then after that... 3.30 Coffee Talks, that sound good? Works for me. All right, listen. Be the sunshine in someone else's day. Thank you so much for hanging out for Coffee Talks. See you all in, uh, oh, an hour and a half or so for the uh, Tracking the Tropics deal. Take care. Bye.